Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Office of Personnel Management continues to build an experienced team. The White House names Mike DeVia as the OPM Chief of Staff. DeVia previously served in the Bush administration as the inaugural Executive Director of the Chief Human Capital Officers Council. He was also a principal advisor to Senator George Voinovich on the Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs and a presidential management intern at the State Department. Congresswoman Elizabeth Esty issues an apology for failing to protect female employees who say her former chief of staff harassed them. The three-term Democrat also says she's repaid the $5,000 in severance issued to him when he was fired. Esty says she has hired new senior staff and instituted mandatory harassment training. The Air Force is cutting back on red tape. After Air Force Secretary Heather Wilson ordered the service to get rid of unneeded and outdated instructions, she said it's rescinded at least 100 of them. Wilson says the Air Force is also trying to simplify the language in its instructions to airmen. The FCC is worried about cyber threats to telecommunications systems. The Federal Communications Commission is concerned about whether companies are using fake technology or building unknown vulnerabilities into the nation's telecommunications infrastructure. The FCC will vote on a proposed rule on April 17th that it hopes will better protect the telecommunication company's supply chains. The proposal would bar the use of money from the FCC's Universal Service Fund to purchase equipment or services from companies that pose a national security threat to the United States communications networks or to the communications supply chain. I'm Jason Miller. Veterans organizations say they fear the Veterans Affairs Department will lose momentum after a year of many changes. Many organizations are praising David Shulkin for several legislative and other reforms he brought to the VA during his time as secretary. The American Legion says Shulkin's decision on the electronic health record, the new GI Bill, and appeals modernization will define his legacy. One former VA CIO downsized the likelihood of the department achieving success on the EHR project with Shulkin's firing. David Shulkin and the White House are at odds, though, over whether the former VA secretary was fired or resigned. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The White House said yesterday that Shulkin resigned after President Trump's tweet announcing his successor. Shulkin says he never offered such a resignation. While it may seem like a technical distinction, it could have significant implications for Trump's appointment of an interim VA secretary, Robert Wilkie. According to the Federal Vacancies Reform Act, the president can only appoint an acting official to replace a Senate-confirmed one if that official dies, resigns, or is otherwise unable to perform the functions and duties of the office. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. One congressman wants to be able to set up offices within Veterans Affairs facilities. Florida Congressman Brian Mast introduces the Improving Veterans Access to Congressional Services Act. He says members of Congress should be able to ask VA for permission to set up an office directly inside a VA facility so lawmakers can help constituents with veterans' questions. A chief counsel in VA's Office of General Counsel is found to have bended ethics rules to get his wife hired. An inspector general report says Robert Fleck, chief counsel of the procurement law group within OGC, used his influence to secure a position for his wife in the office's contract litigation team, a team in which he managed. And the VA looks to build new software in small increments. Very, very small. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. VA plans to launch a program to pay what it calls micro-consultants to modernize its systems. Bloomberg government reports the micro-consultants will be able to earn up to $10,000 per assignment. Bloomberg estimates the program could be worth a total of $100 million. Phase 1 is what VA calls the Lighthouse, a cloud platform to coordinate all of the bits and pieces. I'm Tom Tamman. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. I'm Eric White.